You're listening to Parodi, coming at you live. Which way? What? When? How? Mr. Idol D flip the track right now. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in on this gorgeous Monday evening here in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's on October 10th already today. We're creeping up on the holiday season. And I'm eating a piece of candy. This one's having to swallow here. Uh, which means uh, there's not going to be, or excuse me, there's going to be a lot of new music released over the coming weeks, and I think uh, you know, an attempt for the industry to meet the shopping demand. So that's kind of fun this time of year, getting to hear a lot of music. And if you're a Taylor Swift fan, then you know she drops a record every two years, right in October. So they're expecting an October surprise from Taylor Swift this year. She hasn't announced a record, but she's been in the studio, so we'll see where that goes. Not that I'm going to bring you Taylor Swift's new album when it drops, but you never know. So I thought with all this new music coming out, it might be fun tonight to uh, actually feature an album, which I have never done. So rather than play a bunch of random tracks from different places, uh, the songs, all the songs we played tonight are going to be off of a new record that is, uh, was out just this week, a few days ago, from Colby Calais. And it's an album called The Malibu Sessions. The uh, last record she put out was called Gypsy Heart. And for some odd reason, there's a song called Gypsy Heart on this record. It didn't make the last one, but it made the uh, Malibu Sessions record. So we'll start the evening with uh, Gypsy Heart, and then we're going to be back with our guests in just a minute.
close my eyes Now I see your face And I start to smile I'm a singing bird In an open sky So I fly and I fly Till I get real high I can't wait to get back Out on the road Counting every month Till I get where I'm going I don't even care The stars are as As long as it's taking me to Yeah, I'm a And that was Gypsy Heart from Kobe Kelly's new CD entitled The Malibu Sessions here on the Auto D Show, where tonight my guest is Becky Pap King. I would describe her as a local arts advocate, and uh, she's in charge of a pretty cool event coming up called Ignite Music. So, Becky, welcome to the show. Hey, Otto. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for coming in. Um, tell me a little bit about what this Ignite Music is all about, real quick. Um, so, okay, that's good. Okay, no, no. the end, and it's yeah, really. awesome. I think we could probably have to back up. It's awesome. That's that's a good short. Ex- October twenty eighth and awesome. Perfect. And where is it on October twenty eighth? Scottsdale Center for Performing Arts. Okay, fantastic. It's actually part of something bigger called Ignite. Ignite Phoenix, which mm-hmm. is part of something bigger called Ignite. Ignite International. Okay. Ignite and, everywhere. And how, and how did you get involved with all this igniting business? <laughs> um. I was Facebook helped. I was looking for something kind of creative to do. And a lot of my friends have talked about this Ignite organization and the events they put on. And I said, hey, you want to vol- you know, do you need a volunteer? I'm a writer. Do you need some help with social media or whatever? And they pounced on it. And here I am. Cool. So how long has it been that you've been associated uh, with Two them? years. Two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so how long has the organization been in place? In Phoenix, um, they started in 2008 was the first event. Mm -hmm. And so since then, there have been what they call the main Ignite. There have been 18, and the 19th is going to be coming up in the spring. Okay. 18. There's been 18 here in Phoenix for Mm -hmm. Ignite Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Now, I've taken a cursory look uh, at materials, and it seems like a TED Talk kind of a thing. Tell me a little bit about what is one of these events. What what happens? Well, it's very specific format that is universal to Ignite. So every Ignite in every city that you go is going to have the same thing. It's going to be five minutes and 20 slides. So a presenter is going to get up there and talk for five minutes about something they're passionate about. No notes. You just you get up there. You do your talk. You're five minutes in and out. 
the thing is slides changing on the screen. Yes, and you just yes, have to they not advance. Up, right? That's just the way it is. It's time to move on. They move on with or without you. Your five minutes is up, and the next person comes on and does their thing. Oh, and cool. so for five minutes, you're going to get somebody who's really passionate about one thing, and then the next five, you'll get somebody who's really passionate about something that could be completely different. So there's no real limit on the regular Ignite event to topic, essentially? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is one that's just focused on music. And they've been doing, they've done about 18 of the typical events here in Phoenix, and this is the first time they're doing a, a one on music. You mentioned that they'd done one on food, I think, when we were talking earlier. Yes. How there, did that go? There was an Ignite food. That predates me, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So um, I know that the food and the music were both things that the fan base and the audience really wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what we're about is listening to what the people want. Well, if, if the people want the people. to get tickets to the event, <laughs> how do they do that? Ignitephoenix.com, or you can go to the Scottsdale Center for Performing Arts page, too. Okay. Say that again a little bit slower. And if Ignite is spelled funny, make sure we spell it. Huh? It's not. It's just regular old okay. like Ignite before a fire. So it's I-G-N-I-T-E, phoenix.com. Cool. And Scottsdale Center for the Performing Arts, I believe, is scottsdalearts.org. Okay. So that's one place people can get tickets. And we'll talk a little bit more about that event in particular. When is the next main uh, Ignite event in town? Do you know? Uh, we don't have the date yet, but it will be in the spring. Okay. And are there a couple a year then for the main events? Yeah, it just depends. In the beginning, I think there were a few more until it got so big that this is really the only venue that can hold us because they sell it out every mm-hmm. year. So you mentioned as you were, you were um, looking to connect with them that you had done some writing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you were a writer, are a writer. I mean, once a writer, always a writer, right? I know. Yes, a recovering writer. You're a recovering writer. <laughs> so what so what did you write? What's your writing background? Um, I started out as a newspaper journalist. Oh, um, really? Where at? My first job was in Oklahoma. See, now you're walking us right back to where were you born, which is usually where I start, and I haven't even gotten there yet. So it's, so you were a journalistic writer, journalism yes. writer, mm-hmm. and uh, in in a particular. Uh, piece of the newspaper? I mean, like, were you in sports? Or I started you in... out in the society section. Oh, all right. Yes, in, in, Oklahoma. in Oklahoma. Okay, now, now we got to go straight back <laughs> home. So where in Oklahoma? Um, this was um, Altus, Oklahoma. I don't know where Altus is. It used to be an Air so, Force. You know what? It might still be an Air Force base. It might still be there? Okay. Take, take, take me from Oklahoma City. Which way do you go to? I have to... no idea. I don't remember. Oh, so you left when you were really young. Oh, I, I only lived there like a year. You're not familiar with years. the map. I'm not. Oh, okay. No, and, and if, even if I, I'm not good with maps. No, that's okay. not my forte. But okay. no, I not don't know. <laughs> you don't have to be good with maps today. Okay, good. As long as you can put the address in your phone, it'll take you right there. That's exactly right. Do you remember maps? I mean, kind of. We used to, folding them or not? Yeah, you open mm-hmm. these up, these big maps, and the old thing on the TV shows, you always see the guy with a map on the car outside mm-hmm. the car, lost. Uh, that never happened to me, but I loved maps. I miss maps. My parents would make me because we would drive a lot, and I would be responsible for folding it back up, like my one job. But was never, I was going to say, the folds don't just, just never go back. No. That's pretty wild. I failed. So um, you were writing as a journalist, and now, you, now you're not. I'm not, no. Okay. And then, um, but are you doing, you're doing some writing for these guys for Ignite, your relationship? I started out doing a little bit of writing, but now I'm currently in operations. Um, I guess I would call it. I am and taking care of the after party, which is actually technically everything that's happening before the event at intermission and then after. And most of it's outside. We've got bands and food trucks. So it sounds like this thing you're describing as after party is more like 
second half of the event. It sounds like it's as it big is. as the events are bigger. It is. It's, you know, the, the main thing is our 18 speakers on stage and everything centers around everybody getting to hear them and everybody gets to um, talk to them after the show as well. So before the show, we have food trucks and music so people can come and eat and kind of get comfortable, get ready for the show. We have the first half, the intermission, food trucks, eating, bar, all that good stuff. More music. Yeah, you listen to nine people talk about nine different things. You need another drink and another bite. Okay. It's whatever, whatever works. Whatever helps you out. And, and so then, each of those are five minutes. How much time is in between? Just like nothing? A talk is over, just, clap, yeah. they're off. Does yeah. anyone come out and announce yeah. the next guest? Or they just kind of come nope, on the, it's and, gonna. It comes up um, in a big slide behind them on the screen. It says their name and their talk topic. And then their slides go past. And mm-hmm. They tell you all about it. All right, so that's eighteen people for five minutes. Mm-hmm. So you got a little bit of time there. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, how long do you? How long can people speak with the guests afterwards when they're hanging out outside? Another as, half as hour long as long as they want to. So after the show, um, we move everything outside, and each one of the speakers has a table. And the audience, we welcome everybody to go up and talk and ask questions, and that's how the kind of the community aspect of it really comes in. Is Getting you out to talk to people about stuff you would have never heard about otherwise, which is what the whole what what the whole point is. So, um, what time what time does it start? Because that means the indoor part of the event probably ends early evening, like five or six o'clock. Or no, we don't actually start until six thirty. Okay, and then six thirty to seven thirty, and then we have an hour intermission, and then we do another hour, and then we're outside. So you push everybody outside with the bands outside around ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay, what day of the week is that? In Friday night. Downtown Scottsdale. <laughs> Friday night. Okay, cool. Well, there's a lot of uh, restaurants and taverns in the area so people can just enjoy their evening you know, after the mm-hmm. show if they wander about. Okay, well, that sounds pretty interesting. Now, let's, let's talk uh, a little bit about, we mentioned how you got involved with this particular situation by kind of searching them out. Were you, were you familiar with them before? I was. I, I just threw people I know in, in the city, they kind of had some crossover with people who were involved with Ignite because it's, it's an entirely volunteer organization. And so, and it's, it's quite a project. So people are kind of diehard community mm-hmm. arts supporters who get involved. And so I knew people from other organizations that had kind of been involved and I'd see it pop up in my Facebook stream and um, it always looked really interesting. Yeah. Okay. You said, uh, you know, you, you found it out about it from people that you, you were involved with that were involved with this. So who are some of these people that kind of connected you with that? Well, a lot of it came from people I know at Cohoots, which is a co-working okay. space. Have you heard of Cohoots? I am familiar with Cohoots. Okay. They hold the NARIP meetings down there, which is the National Association of Recording Industry Professionals. So I go down there for those meetings. That's how I found Cohoots. But. Cohoots. Love them. Yeah. They were one of the, um, the uh, co-founders were one of my first podcasts when I was doing podcasting so you used eight to do years podcasting. ago, seven years ago. Okay. Um, well, yes, well, I did. But any, so we'll Cohoots, you know, it's a very eclectic, very exciting community-oriented mix of people. And um, some of the people there um, also have participated in Ignite, and it's kind of the same, the same crowd. And so that's how I first heard about it. Well, and since you mentioned Cohoots, for those who don't know what Cohoots oh, is, sorry. why don't you give us – no, it's yes. okay. I could do it, but I'd rather you do it. No, so. you should do it. It's you a place with a bunch of tables and people sitting around. Oh, it's so much more than that. Well, then maybe you should do it. <laughs> um, it's, it's a co-working space, and they started out in a different space. See, I don't when do I was good with co-workers. I have my own show. I have my own band. I have You're my own studio. Wolf. That's right. See, but here you could be you know, a lone you know what? wolf when who I had has friends. When I had employees, you know what would happen? It was horrible. I would, ha- I would say, all right, you need to write this letter to this guy about this situation, and here's what the letter needs to achieve. They'd write the letter, and I'd look at the letter, and I'd be like, 
that's crap. That's not at all what I said. So I'd redo everything they did all the time. I was a horrible personal man, person, person manager in terms of t- keeping track of people because I needed them to do it right. You know, and I couldn't get them to do it the way I wanted them to do it. So you needed it was to clone, hard to let go of that. Clone you, and then it would be better. And yeah, so I quit trying that twenty years ago. So that's not <laughs> So now you just do everything. Just do everything. <laughs> Why not? But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt their cohoots. So this is a group of people that actually don't do everything. They can get along with each other. Yes, they can. And and so the space started out with, and still does, so people who are freelancers or have small businesses can leave, you know, the kitchen table and go have a space where there's, you know, meeting space. And there's the most important thing is that there's people to collaborate with. So when I was going there, I was a writer who was sitting by somebody who was doing design, who was sitting by somebody who was doing programming. And so you'd find I mean, clients you who say, need some of all of that. You say sitting by, you mean because it's, just, it's like open literally. Mm-hmm. desk space. It's yeah. not closed cubicles with doors no. or offices no. or anything. And that's really what they try to foster is an opportunity for you to run into people yes. that, you, that might be able to help you with mm-hmm. things. And if you don't wanna run into people, you put on your headphones or you find one of the places that does close up and yeah. Mm. Interesting. So uh, they helped get you introduced to Ignite. Yes. Okay. Now you've also been uh, involved, obviously now with Ignite Music, you, you're involved in the local music scene as well. So you've got some connections there. And I know of a particular connection you have to the local music scene, and that is your darling and dear husband, Mike King, is a local bassist who is uh, one of the top call guys in sessions around for session recording around town. He plays regularly. Um, so how, how did you guys meet and how did you get hooked up with Mike? So we met through our kids, so we blame them I'm just them wandering entirely. around your life like a little index I card. Flip back that. here. Let's read this one. Don't pull out the drawers and turn them upside down. You never don't know. know what you're going to find, so know. just be careful. So um, so the official no, – That's is the, the one answer. I'm looking for now. <laughs> no, we met, we met through our kids. So he's his son, Benjamin, and then I have Daniel and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth and Benjamin attended the same therapy center. And because um, they're both um, on the autism spectrum, so they oh, were okay. at a th- they were attending the same therapy center, and then our sons are the same age, and they got to be playmates just because we all saw each other there um, all the time. And Chris Keaton, best are you friends. Chris is a guy I had on from Nashville, and he is a manager of a band called the Johnny Orr Band, and they did a thing. Uh, for autism, for an autism organization, I think it's there's a city, there's like a place. Gosh, I gotta get the details for you. Yeah, it's a it's a support group thing, but it's pretty it's pretty cool. And I don't have any details in my head. Any member? Well, thank you for bringing it up (laughs) because um, (laughs) I don't have a child with autism. But uh, it was really cool some of the things that they were doing. And if there's an if there's a way you can find out what I'll yeah I would love to yeah there's a way you can take what they're doing or or maybe bring what they're doing to places here. It'd be great. So I'll keep you posted on that. But anyway, back to you guys. Sorry, I'm making yes. And here we are. So now, so you met through your kids, you know, yes. blah, 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 blah. How long you guys have been together now? Four years. Four years. Great. And uh, you're obviously a musician. <laughs> okay, you're not a musician. That's the first thing people would ask me when I'd start going to his gigs. So you're a no. So, oh, no. Oh, then you're, Everybody you're, assumed you're no. You're a hummer, as they call him. Then you're a singer. No, no absolutely. No. You're just a music fan. Not. You're, you're I am just devoid a, of the musical thing that happens in people. I wanted to musicians. be a roadie, and he won't let me carry anything, so I just stand there. Well, how about um, <laughs> you know before you were a writer in Oklahoma, and before the podcasts, and before Ignite, um, you grew up someplace. Where did you grow up? I'm an Air Force brat, so all over the place. You all, over all over the, the place. place. Mm-hmm. Um, brothers and sisters. Yes, I have one brother who lives here. In Phoenix? Mm-hmm. Uh, was he a musician? 
He is. Well, See, he's on the side, kind of. He's only a musician on his side, well, so like he has to lay exactly. on the stage yes. and play. Yes, he does. No, I don't think he's ever done anything professionally, but he was studying music as an undergrad. Okay. So. What did he play? Piano. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your folks uh, musically or musically inclined or? Not super serious. My dad played piano in college, and then that's why they had me start when I was four. So I was oh, playing piano, Oh, so you took lessons. Too. Mm-hmm. Forever. So you're a musician. You just haven't. No. It's kind of like you haven't written in a while. You haven't played piano in a while. Okay. No. You know what? I may always be a writer, but I have not been a musician. <laughs> I don't think ever. Uh, well, what about, uh, see, obviously, you know, music came into your life. So did your parents drag you to concerts or something? Yes. Mom and Dad, are you listening? I want to thank you for this one. But it's true. So, um, Oh, I found something in one of those drawers. You did. I love this story. Um, So my dad was stationed um, at Williams, was his first. This is where he did pilot training. Mm -hmm. So we came here when I was really, I was actually three, I think, when we got here. Okay. So we lived in Mesa um, before a lot of it was there in the early 70s. And... My parents loved music. My dad especially loved concerts. Mm-hmm. And so I was about four years old, and Seals and Croft were in town. And they were playing an outside show that my parents took me to. And my mom tells me that at the time, it was in Fountain Hills, but it's before it was Fountain Hills or before there were any homes before there. Before the fountain was there. <laughs> before, I think it was just a big hill. Okay. And there was no fountain. Right. I think there was no fountain. Okay. So it's an outdoor And for those of you who, who aren't in town from the valley, Fountain Hills is a little community that's on the northeast. And there's a massive fountain that shoots, what, like 100 300 feet up in the air, 100 yards up in the air, something straight up all day long. Just, just pretending goes. there's no desert. Just, just shooting <laughs> water in the air. Here, everybody, look at all the water <laughs> look we Look at this water. Half of it evaporates where it falls back down to the ground. <laughs> it's like, whoosh. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so they took me to Seals and Croft, and I, I, I really don't remember it. Because you were... I was four. four it seems like old. I would have. I don't know. But That's I did. I remember the music because my dad played really? it all the time. Oh, loved okay. that album. Yeah, so loved even, the you music. You even remember the music from after oh, yeah. the fact. Mm-hmm. After the fact. And then he probably told you that's the one we went to see. Mm-hmm. So that was your first concert. That was. That and I, it didn't yeah. inspire you to keep on with the piano lessons or anything. Huh? <sighs> I did hadn't you, started then. Did so. you go to other music? I mean, have you always been a music fan? Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot of that came from my dad who was like and I didn't know this till I met my King Tower of Power which has a Phoenix connection right. so um, my dad listened to a lot of Tower of Power and Boss Gags and um, who else Boss Gags great don't, yeah I just saw Boss Gags a couple last, last month mm-hmm. month before mm-hmm. that was awesome waited a long time to get to see him is your dad still with us mm-hmm. and does he live in Phoenix area or yep yeah. what did he do in the Air Force he's a pilot okay so he Flew fighters? Um, cargo. Cargo, like the big, one C-130s? Big, scary ones, yes, C-141. C-141, mm-hmm. okay. I got to go up in a refueling mission once and lay in the boom, you know, while they were, Ooh, while they were wow. refueling the fighter yeah. jets, you know. And uh, it was like, man, if I had seen this when I was 20 or 16 or whatever, I would have been a fighter pilot. Mm-hmm. Sure looked like a lot of fun. But I, I had a friend in Ohio before I moved to Arizona, way back, before they kept track of what year it was. And... Uh, <laughs> He always said that he wanted to, you know, he was, in a, he was a rock and roll guitar player, played in a band. He and I actually lived together for about two months. And um, he, he ended up going into the guard and becoming a fighter pilot. And when he came back from basic training, he said he had knocked one thing off of his, you know, bucket list. And I was like, what's that? He goes, I flew a jet fighter with Jimi Hendrix screaming in my headphones, 
dropping bombs. <laughs> that was one of his, he went bombing run, target practice that. with Jimi Hendrix blaring in his headset. There you go. It's like, cool. Living cross, the dream. Cross that off your list. <laughs> what else do you want to blow up? Exactly. And what music are you going to use for that? <laughs> Let me know so I can make sure I'm not around. Well, now I, I want to talk about the fact that you were a podcast or podcaster and what that was all about. But before we do, I'm going to give you a break, a chance to get some water. Play another cut off of uh, Kobe Kelly's record. This next song I'd like to play is a tune called Goldmind. Here you go. Cause I'm a billionaire if you count every sunrise We can buy your side and every good night If all you had was the way that I love you You'd have more honey than the honeybees in June I keep you laughing, keep you smiling, keep your dreams true Long as I have you, nothing we can do Listening to Auto D. 
coming at you live. And that was Goldmine off of Kobe Calais' new record, The Malibu Sessions. And this evening, I'm here with my guest, Becky Pap King. And before we get Becky back to answering all the grueling questions about her life and why she's here, I just wanted to uh, maybe touch base with you guys listening about the upcoming guests. Uh, next week, I've got Dolan Ellis coming in to be on the show. And if you don't know who Dolan is, then you need to check it out. Dolan's been the Arizona ballad, state balladeer for many, many years with an incredible history. And he's actually winning an award. And don't tell anybody, we're going to present it to him here on the show. We might even video cast the whole thing on Facebook. So you might want to check that out. The following week, a local singer who I've been a fan of for a long, long time, he's been a hardworking you know, frontman forever, Thaddeus Rose, is going to be in. So he's going to have plenty of stories to share with us. And then on Halloween night, shortly after he walks around the neighborhood with his young children, he's going to race to the show. We have my friend and currently you know, contestant and winner on NBC's The Voice, Blaine Long. So Blaine's going to be in. So that's going to be awesome. I haven't talked to Blaine in a little while. He's excited to come in. And then on October, actually that would be October, November 7th, Carrie Caruso is going to be coming in. So Carrie's a local uh, string player in a group that's awesome, travels a lot and plays hard. So it's going to be fun to get Carrie in and learn about what she's doing. Jalen Shane is going to be in the following week on November 14th. Jalen is a songwriter, musician, sound guy, and he actually runs sound for a number of groups in town. Going to give you a different perspective on uh, the music career from that side of the console in a sense. Followed by another uh, singer-songwriter in town who has a brand new record out this week, so we'll get a chance to visit with her. Her name is Carol Pacey. That's on the 21st. On the 28th of November, a dear friend of mine is coming in who is a movie producer, and uh, he's in Scottsdale. His name is Chris McDaniel. He's in the middle of a uh, documentary right now about 80s music, so he's interviewing all these old famous stars from the 80s, like, you know, everybody you liked. I forget the whole list, you know. But uh, that one's going to be a lot of fun as well. So we're looking forward to that. But at any rate, back to uh, Becky. Becky, we were talking about the fact that you used to do a podcast. What was it about? What did it relate to? Whatever I, w- I wanted it to. I just, I wanted to, I like talking. And um, was fascinated that I could actually just do that from my laptop. And it was a f- kind of a new thing at the time. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just decided I know of lots of interesting people I want to talk to. And, and a lot of them ended up actually being my clients. I did a lot of um, ghostwriting and editing and things like that. And so, At the time? Um, yeah. So this is like uh, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'd, I'd be doing these things for, for these authors and say, hey, you know, I'm trying out this new thing, podcasting. Would you just, can I interview you for 20 minutes or mm-hmm. 30 minutes or whatever it happens to be? And so... That turned into like 15 or 16 shows before life got too busy for me to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, most, of, most of the time it was authors. Um, I interviewed the co-founders at Cohoots, um, Jenny Poon and Matt Clower. So I talked to them. And so that's when I kind of realized there's like a Phoenix community I hadn't explored. Just because mm-hmm. I've never lived anywhere as long as I've lived here, it kind of took me a while to make my peace with the summers and go, okay, I need to pay <laughs> attention to what's happening in Phoenix. So, um, yeah, so I did the podcast for a while. It was a lot of fun, but... Took took a little bit of time. I just didn't have any more. All right, so you've quit podcasting. I did. I you've quit, quit writing. I did. You I don't, don't do anything. play piano anymore. <laughs> no, I don't. But uh, you know, you're you're doing this thing with Ignite, mm-hmm. which we pretty much covered. And also, you know, are you involved in film at all? In the movie business? No, but I'd love to be. You would be. Oh Absolutely. well, there you go. Have you had any brush <laughs> with uh, the film industry at all? Well, I guess, th- have you heard of this this movie called Pretty Woman, speaking of the 80s? Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, 
I don't want to brag, but you I were walked. In it. You I, wrote it. I, I, I walked. I was walking down the sidewalk when they were filming something, probably B roll or whatever it happened to be. But there was something happening in Beverly Hills, and so um, I wanted to get a picture of something in the clapper board thing right, like right. somebody was driving by um, pushing this cart by i'm like hey can i get a picture of that <laughs> so we have a picture of the clapboard right and it said three thousand across the top of gary marshall so director gary marshall and across the top it said three thousand i'm like i don't even know what that is but as i was like visiting friends and um we were doing the drive around look around where they drive thing and taking pictures and then and then left and i went back to minnesota which is where i lived at the time and developed my pictures and there they are and like it took me Almost 10 years to realize that that was what Pretty Woman was called when they were filming it. When it was a production working title because they hadn't named it. Exactly, exactly. So that's that's me in Hollywood. So you were there when they shot the movie, you could say. Well, what were you doing in Hollywood? Um, I, I actually, I used to live there, not, not in Hollywood. I used to live in Southern California, and so I was actually visiting high school friends. Okay, kind of headed back just for a little visit, a little bit, bit of a break. You were telling me as well that uh, you, you, from, we were talking about local musicians while that song was playing, and you mentioned uh, you're a big fan of uh, Judy Roberts. I am a big fan of Judy Roberts. Tell yes. me about Judy. Judy's a hoot. That's how I like to describe Judy. And I miss her. She needs to come back. Judy, you need to come back now. I think she's headed back, right? She goes to she, Chicago. Yeah, she's Wednesday, in Chicago, Chicago where it's sane to be in the in the summertime. And yeah, she usually comes back about about this time. So I've been messaging her saying please hurry so i'm you know i met her just because um mike's played with her many times and and she's at eddie v's with renee and greg and um and so she's one of one of the first people that mike introduced me to that he um that he works with and she's very shy and subtle and she said if you break his heart i'll kill you <laughs> and so now we're best friends there you go. <laughs> so you're saying that sarcastically that she's very shy yes, and subtle yes you're gonna love talking to her well you know what's funny is that <laughs> some it's, it's weird that you can be in this town for 30 years and work in the music scene and have people who've been there just about as long and not and not cross paths because they do something you don't do you know um and judy and i have never crossed paths as long as she's been in town coming and going but I've been familiar with her and known of her. And then we finally, through a lot of recommendations of people saying, you got to get Judy on your show. you got to get Judy. Uh, we touched base and, and chatted a little bit over Facebook. I've actually not spoken with her. We talked to her Facebook months ago and agreed that as soon as she came back into town, we'd, we'd get her on the Good. show. So That's awesome. Um, now that I've gone and booked all those dates, it looks like it'll be December, but that'll be fine. So that should be a lot of fun. She has a real reputation. You know, everybody thinks that she's absolutely incredible. And I know Renee is looking forward to her getting back in town as well. So that's going to be cool. Um, I had another question for you. Uh, what was it? Oh, it was back in regards to the um, event that's coming up. Can you tell me who some of the speakers are at the Ignite Music event for October 28th? Do you know? Well, we have the list on our website. And so there's a list of the 18 people there. We've got topics from um, there's a gentleman talking about the didgeridoo and not just the instrument, but like how it relates to sleep apnea. Stuff I did not know. How the didgeridoo relates to sleep apnea. Yes, because the didgeridoo, apparently we're going to learn this, has is like a breathing. Apparently you've learned this. Well, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep up. There's 18 phenomenal people, and I can't learn that much. My brain is full most of the time. So um, it's not just breathing out. It's in. It's, it's a whole cycle, I guess. October 28th, you can learn all about it. Man, I want to um, get that. Yeah, that and out. so there's, there's, there's a whole breathing part to that that has something to do with helping him with his sleep apnea. So there's that. Do you recall any of the other topics? Yes. So we have um, classical Indian drumming, 
and we have somebody talking about um, playing harmonica. We've got somebody talking about um, his life in long playing and LP covers, um, the the art and what that means to kind of the story of his life. And, and um, so we've got a lot of those, you know, not just musicians, we've got music fans. And we have a talk about Superman in rock and roll. Okay. Hey, how, so, how, tell me how this all works. I mean, in other words, that's a strange group already. You've mentioned five <laughs> or six. And so it's kind of like if I go to see 18. a concert, if mm-hmm. I go to see a concert, all the bands pretty much play the same kind of music because the audience is a particular place. Mm-hmm. You've just described it. If I, not knowing who these speakers are, now I've, I'm the picturing these people. And they come from completely different walks mm-hmm. of life with completely different backgrounds and completely different interests in what music is to them or why music matters. And it mattered enough for them to write their own five-minute speech and pitch it to you. How, how do they get into the show or how does that work? So you submit, everybody submits online with the same form. And it's, it's a short form for a reason because you, we want to know that you're passionate and and you can explain it to us quickly because five minutes goes really fast on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah, so, I mean, it, it can it, seem it like, can a, long seem like a very long time. Um, but we want people who can, who can come across and tell us their story and what they're interested in and make everybody go, wow, I never knew that. I never thought of that. Um, or you too. I didn't know you're crazy, whatever, whatever. And then you find somebody that you actually relate to. But so you, you go on, you submit online. Um, for the regular Ignites, we usually get like a hundred, more, well over a hundred, 150 submissions. And they're, those topics And are those are the ones that are all, who absolutely anything, anything, as long as you are passionate about it. And it's still a five it. minute deal. Mm-hmm. Everything but is always five minutes. And this one was, had to be music related. So yeah. as long as you, music had something to do with something you're passionate about. Like I said, we have musicians but we also have music lovers we have music educators and all of these people i've I've begun to see them in a group and as diverse as those topics are that i just described they are all just as passionate as the next one Mm -hmm. and it's wonderful to see everybody revolt you know everybody is talking about music in a different way so the audience is going to be full of music lovers who are there for lots of different reasons but the most important one is is that for some reason music is really important to them Mm -hmm. and then uh, what how much tickets cost for the event twenty dollars okay you you have a whole folder full of notes and stuff. Is there anything in particular you wanted to express that I haven't necessarily touched on for you? I don't know. You're such a good interviewer. I think oh, you've oh, asked oh. everything really, really Got important. it all covered? No. Good. Good. You know? Here's something. Yeah. Okay. On page seven, what? On page seven. I don't have page seven. Here. We're going to do a fun fact. Okay. Um, Ignite Phoenix events require the coordinated effort of more than 30 volunteers. This is very, probably more than that, actually. 30 oh, people. Oh, because wait. Oh, my gosh. The most important thing. What? An instrument petting zoo. There's an instrument petting zoo. Yeah, just just sit with that for a minute. What do you think? Well, I have a funny feeling you have some really, really old guitars that have grown hair <laughs> from mold in somebody's basement. And Bring your own carrots. Um, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just go on to the petting zoo. What, what do you mean? People are bringing instruments letting you play with them? Kind of. Yes. Yes, so at intermission, um, inside, there's going to be um, musicians with their instruments, 
and you can come up and interact with with most of them and they're going to talk to you about it and you can ask questions yeah and there's going to be a lot of really fun percussion stuff um and a lot of that is thank you mike king for um helping to organize that because mesa community college is helping us do that a lot of their instruments and their musicians that's awesome so that's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a big deal yeah, interactive is, is the name of the game. There's going to be, you know, there's people on stage and we're there to certainly be inspired by them. But outside of that, we really want people to be able to to mingle. Very cool. You know, I mentioned that um, Blaine Long is going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to play any of his music because I'll play it then when he's on the show. But I thought um, in terms of local and what's going on, I thought I would play for you a song by a local guy, partly because it's a new record and that's been a focus of the show as well. So this is a brand new record that came out within the last couple of weeks and a few weeks, maybe. Maybe it's been a month now. <laughs> Keep track. But David Hernandez is a local Valley singer who has been, uh, I've worked on a couple projects with him before he went to American Idol where he was a top 10 finisher. I don't recall exactly the number. I'll have to get a hold of him. We'll have to find out. But um, he has a brand new record that dropped called Beautiful, and I thought maybe we'd play that real quick, then we'll come back and we'll just tie this thing all together. All right? So here is uh, David Hernandez's new single, Beautiful. The stars are in the sky and they're starting to align. I see you passing by and we're slowing down the time. Now my love is flashing by, all I see is flashing lights. Cause you're right here by my side Can you feel it come alive? If this were a love song Would you be mine? Cause I just can't get you off of my mind And I think about you all day and night So I wrote you a love song Wrote you a love song Baby, beautiful Yes, I think you're beautiful 
beautiful from David Hernandez. So I was uh, excited to get to play another uh, local record there for you, Becky, before uh, we called the end of the show. But I thought maybe somebody else would uh, like to talk a little bit about that song. David, are you there? Hey, yeah, I'm here. How you doing, Otto? This is, this is the David Hernandez? This is the one and only. <laughs> there's, no, um, there's no other David Hernandez. It's not a very common name. So. It's not, man. Listen, congratulations <laughs> on that record and on that release. And, and the video Thank is you. awesome. It looks fantastic. How does it feel? feels really good it's been a good a, a good many years since I ever you know released anything as you know you were you were recording my first album when i was in a very crappy record deal mm-hmm. and um it took me years to get out of that contract and then american idol happened and so it feels really good to be free and releasing music that that people like well it's a great record and now can we expect to see a whole album because that's just the single that's been released correct yeah, that's just a single. I've been in the studio every single day um, working on the rest of the album. We don't cool. have a release date for it yet, but it'll be sometime next year. Awesome. Well, listen, I want to so. get, get you when I, can, when I can get you into the studio. We can sit down. We can really uh, cover all of that stuff and have some fun, maybe playing some other tracks and kind of covering your career to date and, and visit a little longer. But I wanted to reach out to you since yeah, I was yeah. playing the tune. I'm glad I caught you. No, no worries. I appreciate it. I literally just got to the gym from the studio. So I was like, oh. <laughs> Crap, I have, I'm getting an unknown call, but I didn't know it was going to be you. So. <laughs> the but it's cool to finally talk to you and come around full circle because, I mean, I was only, what, like 21 years old when I first stepped into your studio. And it's funny, I just did a show with CeCe Peniston about a month ago oh, in cool. Georgia. Yeah. And we talked about you. Oh, that's awesome, so man. Small world. Yeah, I got to get in touch with CeCe again, too. I got to get her on the show. Everybody's schedules are so difficult. Well, listen, man, yeah, I got ra- to yeah, wrap this up. So I just want to thank you for uh, taking a few minutes with us. And again, congratulate you on your new record. It's awesome. Thank you, Otto. I appreciate you showing some love. All right, David. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. And that was David Hernandez, former American Idol finalist. The David Hernandez. The David Hernandez. Isn't that cool? And I thought, hey, we're playing the song. Let's see if he grabs the phone. I love how he said he didn't answer because it was a number he didn't know. So you know what you do when that happens? You text him from the number they know and say, hey, Pick up the call. Pick up the call. So that was kind of awesome. But uh, getting back to uh, you and wrapping the show up because we're running out of time, so we've got to let it go. Anything you want to tell people about the big event before it happens? Um, the big event, um, there are still tickets available, but I recommend you grab them now. We sell out every year. Half for the oh, last. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. How many seats are there for the uh, Scottsdale Center for the um, Arts? Just under 800. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So um, check it out. Get your tickets. Uh, Friday night, October 28th. And it's bring a friend. Be awesome. Absolutely. Bring two. Fantastic. And how much were tickets? $20. There's only one ticket type of a ticket. Only, it's general. Than? Yeah, it's general seating. Show first up. come, first Register seat. Yep. So get there Visit early. the food trucks. Go sit down. Awesome. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, Becky. I really appreciate you coming in. Thank you. And I'll see you on the 28th if I don't see you before. That sounds good. Love your shirt. Wear that shirt. 
Hey, Reggie Vincent bought me this shirt. You know who Reggie is? No. I'll tell you all about Reggie okay. later. Okay. All right. Take care.